Okay, I'm so gonna get bashed for this. Are you guys ready for some loud opinions? It's Yara, by the way, and welcome to Unorthodox, the place where I'm gonna open the can of worms no one wants to touch. That's what happens when you give a skeptic a microphone. Join me on Patio for weekly episodes where I attempt to explore the ins and outs of society and people, and I ask the most important question of them all, why? Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. I've actually had so much happen to me since the last time I recorded an episode that I compiled it all into one episode and I'm gonna talk about my experience this past week. So this episode is sort of a story time about what happened to me in the past week or so. Let's start with story number one. I had previously rented an apartment Hamra, with a friend of mine and uh, it was just Shahar Wahad. We move out of the apartment and I go back up to Shmail for a while. Anyway, you know, apartment usually apartment security especially when it's not very safe to be out and about in certain times of the night, even in the daytime. على كل حال كان في اثنين بالبنايه واحد منهم زلمه كبير بحس مجوز عنده عائله ماني متاكده واحد منهم شب شب عمره ماكسيموم يعني شي 26 سنه هيك شيء بقى كانوا يتناوبوا يعني واحد يروح واحد يقعد محله both of them very nice people والشاب انه obviously young person يعني كنا نحن عم نطلع على البيت نتسير معه نحن فلين له باي هاي اللي هو على كل حال Obviously, when you rent an apartment, you give your contact details to the person who rents the apartment for you, who you rent it from. Say a bit behel building li kinafia, Natur himself, the older man, who will li kin, yani, atayne il masari la ilo. I think he either owned the apartment or kin hadam wakkelo in yustilim musriyet, whatever. Alak al hal, obviously, you give your contact information to that person, la anno fi hal sarshi bil binaye, fi hal. Uh, he's in charge. And that contact information, the point is, and the afternoon, I receive a WhatsApp message from a number that I don't know saying, Hi, it's Flan Leflane. I'm not going to name names. I don't even remember the name. Um, And uh, I was wondering how you were doing and if you're okay. Lara, Mahek. And, you know, my name's not Lara, but that's what he said. And I said, you know, it's, it's Yara, but mean mine. And here I had to think, like, who the fuck is this person, right? The younger man got my number either which is like the contract or the older man gave him my number. In both cases, this is not a professional thing to do. You cannot just take someone's number and talk to them privately for the sake of getting to know them. What can I help you with? But he got my number without me consenting having my number given to him. And he talked to me about getting together, which is 
ما بعرف كيف عن جد اوقات الرجال عنا بالبلد بيفكروا او بحيالها بلد انه there's this bit of overconfidence you know about like oh I got your number off of I don't know where and now I'm talking to you like bro like I don't want to talk to you anymore anyway that's story number one about unprofessionalism story number two is a bit worse story number two I'm Nimshe أنا my friend على كورنيش عن المريسي. She's walking her dog. I went with her. Lovely weather in the afternoon. You know, sunset time. Everyone, there's loads of children, loads of people walking the dog. And there are obviously a lot of other dogs. You know, a lot of people have dogs in Beirut and they walk them there. We come across a guy with a German Shepherd. Now, German Shepherds are known as, you know, guard dogs usually. They're, they're quite ferocious. If they don't get, they can be really shitty to have. But uh, according to the guy, his dog was very friendly. to pet him. So the big dog bites the small dog, Taba, my friend. Um, we didn't know it was a bite. It looked like a huge lick, like he just ate half of his face. Anyway, the dog was fine. Um, I did not really process that. I thought he licked him or something, and the little dog got scared. So can I pet your dog? You know? He's like, yeah, he's super friendly. I go over to pet the dog, put my hand on top of his head, and the dog bites my thigh bites my thigh like German shepherd bites my thigh as in a lot of jaw strength a lot of force behind that bite it hurt like a mother again could not process what just happened so I stood there for like five minutes being like oh my fucking god a dog just bit me so had to go to the hospital obviously I didn't get the guy's contact details we were worried about the other dog no one knew what was going on with the other person basically so my friend and I we after we had communicated to each other that oh the dog got bitten And so did I. We went up to the hospital. Not going to name the hospital. It doesn't matter. Went up to the hospital. I got, I needed to get a tetanus shot. The ER doctor came in. Okay, we're going to give you a shot anyway. Great. Perfect. A male nurse comes in to give me the shot. Now here, obviously, you know, I'm friendly to everyone. Most places, everywhere. I am friendly to everyone who smiles. So obviously being a nurse, you're supposed to take your um, patient. Yani. So the nurse was very nice. He was uh, joking around with us about the shot. Obviously it's an intramuscular vaccine that you take. So you have to put it either in your arm or in any other muscle. And naturally the bigger the muscle, the less it hurts. So I suggested to the nurse, I'd like to put it in my posterior muscle, aka my butt just because it would hurt less. And I know that you could get muscle soreness because of it. I was not prepared for that. My leg already hurt a lot. So first of all, I asked him if I could do it myself. He agreed. I did the shot myself. And I asked him if it would hurt. Like, if it's going to hurt just the same as my arm, then I just do it in my arm. And his response was, uh, So this male nurse at a prestigious teaching hospital just hit on me told me that I had a big butt, literally, he said that, and then was joking around about it. At which point my friend and I look at each other, I, I smile, laugh awkwardly, not knowing how to process this information as well, not believing what had just happened. My friend got angry. We left and we were both like just pissed about the mawdu'a. I still hadn't really gotten what went on. Unprofessional in a very, very professional setting. You know, I had already been bitten by the dog that day. I was in a lot of pain. I I was, you know, walking hurt me. And I just wanted to get home and just, just rest. Anyway, that's not even the end of the story. So this guy said that to me. 
this nurse, this obviously a professional person said that to me, went back home, sat, we ordered food or something. We're all sitting around, my friends and I, discussing what had happened during the day. All of a sudden, I receive a text message. Look at my phone. I don't know this number. Again, hello. It's X from the emergency room. I was the nurse who gave you the shot. I just wanted to know if you're okay. And if you need anything, let me know. I don't know if they told you in the ER that you need to do this, this, and that. And when I say prestigious teaching hospital, I think you guys sort of get which hospital I was in. Um, they ask you these questions in the ER. You know, in any hospital, they tell you what you need to do. They ask you if you're allergic to anything. They obviously have your contact numbers. If you have a file at the hospital, that file is there. Confidential information, by the way. So the only person who has access to those files are you and your emergency contact, if any. So this male nurse who had previously hit on me in the ER got my number from my file and decided it would be a very wise decision for him to talk to me privately on WhatsApp. And he did. I blocked the number. The next day, I called this hospital. I called their uh, patient services center, the, the call center technically, and I said, I have to make a complaint. And I talked to the lady who takes complaints and I told her what had happened. She literally asked me to repeat what had happened four times because she couldn't believe that something like this happened. Point of the story is that there are so many professionals in our country and in many others that don't act in a professional manner. I had a gym coach when I was in London. I used to work with a personal trainer. He gave me a very good price. Obviously, London prices are, are sky high. He gave me a very, very ma'ul price for personal training sessions three times a week. It was great. Um, I used to text him like, okay, what time today? What time later? It was great. I was with him for like two weeks. After that, he calls me on a day that I didn't have training. And he says, hey, I'm a bit low on my rent. Uh, could you spot me some money and I'll give it back to you at a, at a later time? And it was just all, all very, very shady, very shady stuff. Uh, I knew that the guy bet on horse racing for some reason. He bet on sports as well. Like you have these people in professional situations that really test the boundaries of professionalism, that test the boundaries of when, where and why you're allowed to speak to people on their private cell phones. Just like the nurse. I think the top you know, the, the worst part of it was the nurse because we live in a country where Hodel Issas go ignored most days. You know, like if this university gave one less shit about its people, about its patients, then they wouldn't have taken action. I'm not even sure they took action. I never heard back from them or anything. And I want to check up and see where that went. My point is, um, point of these stories is that sometimes we're put in situations where things like these happen. And not all people can react in the same way. For me, for example, I should have told him off on the spot. I should have gone to his superior in the hospital and said, look, this, this and that happened. This is unacceptable. I will not have this. But I didn't. You know, I was preoccupied. I'm not making excuses for myself. I'm just stating an observation. I was preoccupied. I was in pain. I wanted to leave. And by the time I processed it, it was the next day and I was like, no, this is not okay. I'm not letting this slide at all. But other people, situations like these really scar them. They really, you know, it gets ingrained in your head. Like this is a male nurse in an emergency room. 
okay? Not even like the maternity ward or, or dermatology department. No, it's an emergency room. It requires for the person there to be extremely professional, to do their job in the least amount of time possible because there are obviously other patients to cater to. My point is, if any of you come across a situation where this happens or come across a person that says something or does something that just doesn't sit right with you, that just bothers you in any way, then please, please report it. Please report it to any official that can do something about it. Um, it's a short story for today, guys. Not going to stay long here. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you take this into consideration. I will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> شو كانت الغاية لما اني اوقف بالصف فايق بس فاقد وعي من عزم الكف بتحسني صوت وجد لقدي بهالتحية لك اخت البلد عاخت العلم عاخت هالجية بتشوفني ولد فايق طالع بالحارات عم انسج باراب براسي بحسن عن هوي او لنقص فيي بركي بحسن عن قضية عشت ليومي تكن لي هم تغزي عندي صدق اني صدقا مع ملومك امه بس القهر سكن صدري كتم صوتي شوفي مربطة ايدي فجيت حررني بغنية بركي بيوم منرقص تحت نعمر بيت نصرخ مات نقول للي ضحى فلح شو دي تلقمة اذا مغمسي بالزل شو نحشو بروحي طاطي براسي يخزق فين الكل شو قضي عمري مهمش ضايع موزع بين خرايط زائد فائض حاجتي وطن بلا سود وبلا فرائض